This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Broadcast Network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey there, Suns fans. Welcome back to the Sons of Anarchy After Show here on AfterBuzz TV, talking about Season 7, Episode 9, What a Piece of Work is Man. I'm that Matt Lieberman. Joining me as always, Mr. Stephen Lemieux is hey here. Hey guys, good to be here. Yes, Kevin Undergaro once again not with us, but he will be back next week. We promise, we swear, he will be at the table. Uh, and joining us this week, we have a very special guest. Uh, can we get that down a little bit, please? We have a very special guest, Mr. Jacob Vargas, hey uh, who plays Montez on the show. Welcome yes. to the show, Thank man. Thank you, man. Thank you for having Good me. To have yeah, you. absolutely. Yeah, oh, what a monster of an episode. Uh, poor yes, Bobby. Crazy episode. I, can't, I can't believe Bobby's gone. Bobby. I mean, we, yeah. we should have known uh, after he was being tortured for so long. Is but there any hope he can come back? Is there any hope? Yeah, it's kind of hard to come back from that kind of wound. Yeah, yeah. close range, yeah. gaping hole in the head. I don't know. I mean, Doug. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Montez uh, would have wasted his time digging a grave if he came back. Exactly. Montez yeah. has better things to do than yes. dig false graves. Right. Yes. Right. So. He does not dig an idle grave. <laughs> but it's Bobby. I know. It's sad. We're all sad. Oh, um, I, knew, I knew he was dead the moment they took him, though. I mean, really? you had a feeling like the fact... Like, there's no way he's getting out of this out of the club alive at the point of mm-hmm. not having fingers and not having an eye, because it's ride or die. Yeah. And you look at uh, what was Piney. Piney got out of writing basically, but he didn't survive because they mm. stayed part of the club. And I didn't see Bobby's character going that direction. Yeah, I had at- some hope. I had hope. You know, you, I mean, know, you know, I, I thought I thought that Moses saw him as a strong soldier and and would have some, you know, some kind of honor and, and maybe have some mercy. And um, but it wasn't his call. No, it wasn't his call. Yeah. You know, yeah, you're right. I can actually see his character moving forward if this wasn't the final season. Because mm-hmm. I could see right. with Chucky and Bobby, like Chucky giving him crap around Telemaro with like the fingers missing, and like I'll make you a glove just like mine, kind of mm-hmm. like character development, but like not <laughs> not on the final season, like. No. There's no point in opening yeah. up another arc. No, as soon as soon as uh, as he was like, "Wait, we got to break your jaw." I'm like, "Something's up here." Right. Like, there's You're not no supposed way. To be talking. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just you. You come down to the way that whole scene was framed. The the scene of the standoff, the handoff between the two uh, between Marks and Jacks. You know, they they ro- ride into the bottom of the frame as they're all spread out. It's like just a beautifully staged shot. You yeah. know that something epic is about to happen. Right. Uh, but let's let's back up a bit. So, uh, obviously, at the top of this episode, uh, we are trying to get a hold of the phone with the video on it so that they can show that to Marks, finally get him to surface after all this time. 
get him to surface and try to get Bobby back. Uh, one la- a more last-ditch effort. And, uh, you know, he's not having it. They, they finally get to come face-to-face after all this bloodshed. And uh, I love seeing Marks and Jax in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, these are two guys who are very strongly principled. Um, you know, Marks is still ever playing the businessman, mm-hmm. even after he's hired a, a freaking hit squad to dismember Bobby piece by piece, which is just harrowing. I mean, what did you guys think? Did you did you enjoy seeing these two together again? Yeah, I mean, it was great seeing you know the, the, the two heads of uh, of the groups kind of come together because mm-hmm. um, you know you, you, I think it can either go you know great for them and they can work it out or it's just going to go really bad mm-hmm. and that's and we saw how that went. There's always inter- yeah. there's always an interesting dynamic when you have the heads of the snakes against each other because mm-hmm. it's always it always just. They've built these characters in such a way that it makes it feel like there's so much more at stake. Mm-hmm. Because when you when you look at maybe like Chibs beating up Tyler, like that didn't happen. But I'm saying like if you look at Tyler and Chibs having a war or having like an issue, it just doesn't seem on the same scale as when you see just Jax and August Marks looking into each other's eyes. Mm-hmm. I was impressed that he showed up at all. Yeah, I figured I was he was like, going right, to be working through right. his mouthpiece for the rest right. of the season. But uh, and that's kind of how you know it was. It was a serious situation, and yeah, uh, you know, it was, it was gonna. Like I said, it was, was going to either get fixed or mm-hmm. and really badly. Well, you yeah. know, it was going to go bad when he said, "No, I just want, I just want the boy there. I just want the boy there. I just so want I can, him there so I can yeah. explain to him." And then if they didn't have a gun, right. I'm like, "Okay, well, if they're not going to kill the boy, and he said he's not going to kill the boy, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah." Well, that's the thing. I. What impresses me is that Chibs isn't racked with guilt for the entire rest of the episode for not frisking Bobby. He never would have could have considered that there would be a gun on Bobby. They wouldn't let him near him, though, I'm sure. Yeah, but... I mean, Jax could have just as easily hidden a gun in the preacher's body bag. That's true. Mm -hmm. I was half expecting that. Yeah, like, I thought... I Honestly, when I was watching this scene, I thought August Marks had a gun in the preacher like maybe the preacher had something on him when he died that they didn't even realize oh you mean when he checked the tattoo well he was checking the tattoo but I don't know why I was thinking that the preacher could have had a gun on him that they yeah because it was body uh-huh. parts it was like a naked know, body that they then dressed right. was it naked? yeah oh okay those well, were those it was were the not... son of one yeah yeah Okay, I don't know why I was thinking. I was thinking August was going to somehow get a gun out of that. Mm-mm. And then we would have found out who mm-hmm. the mole was. <sighs> we got to talk about that, too. Uh, but we're, we're going to talk about that in just a minute. I want to talk about uh, when the kid, he, first of all, he clubs you. Right, yeah, I get hit in the head with a tire iron. With right a now. tire Grant, iron. Yeah, Grant takes off. Yeah, and he just he just bolts. Right. Um, and half the club's chasing after him on their bikes and he throws Happy off his bike and, right. and Happy, uh, when he catches up to him, he just slugs him and he's just sort of just like, I will kill you. Like, mm-hmm. It's been a long time since we've seen Happy get to go off yeah, on right? somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's nice. We got a, got a couple of nice Happy beats. Uh, and he plays it so well. Deal <laughs> is uh, really like... Um, Dangerous looking guy. Is he intense? And he's super intense. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he'd be like, you know, bro, this is the great, the greatest lunch ever, bro. This is fucking amazing. <laughs> the chicken is so delicious, bro. I mean, that's, that's always on. Deal. Always on, man. Mm-hmm. It's just him. It, it's, it's that's he's not playing a character. I love that scene with him and Tig, where it's like, mm-hmm. you know what? I like when we go out together because I feel like I'm the normal one. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It happens just like. <laughs> it's like, can, can I do it? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I want to be the one excited. Come. 
Oh, brother. Oh, God. Some psychos. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the rat, right? Because we, we've got Indian Hills shows up out of nowhere to let Jax and Chibs know that uh, to let them know that they're calling a forum. They're going around to all the other NorCal chapters, all the other charters. They're going to uh, have a debate over whether or not this was sanctioned. No matter right. what Jack says, and first of all, he is lying. Yeah. He's Jack's, lying. Yes. Jack, well, he... He, the jury never well, admitted well, it. The jury was going for his gun. Yes, but... Uh, too, so... But the first thing he says is, he admitted to being the rat when jury said, I'm not the rat. Mm-hmm. He killed right. him over personal reasons. He slugged him over sure. personal reasons. He killed him in self-defense, mm-hmm. but he put him he put himself in that situation through something personal and then lied about it to cover mm-hmm. it up. Mm-hmm. Isn't it interesting how Jack... And I believe this might be semi-prediction, but... It's interesting how the season starts with us going to war with the Chinese, expanding that into war with Alvarez as well, and then Marx, and then teaming back up with Alvarez, having war with everyone, and now what we're getting is the is the ignition of a civil war that perhaps the end of the series is the club tearing itself apart. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Out of all the bloodshed from outside sources, it's the club itself that tears itself apart. Do you think that the the show has to end with with Sam Crow finished with with the Sons of Anarchy being disbanded? I think I think it does. Really? And I don't I don't think it means no motorcycle club, but I think Sons of Anarchy is disbanded. Cuz I think it, it needs to be something else. Like we watch Bar Rescue here all the time. Bar Rescue's great. And when you have a bar that's named John's or something in the neighborhood, everybody knows John sucks. Everybody mm-hmm. knows that John sucks. Okay, we're going to remodel it. We're going to redo drinks. We're going to completely change it. You still name it John's. It's still going to be John's, and John sucks. It's still going to suck. Hmm. So you still got Sons of Anarchy. You're going to redo it. You're going to start coming up green. You're going to be nice. You're going to obey the law. You're still Sons of Anarchy, and you're still Sam's Crow. Sam Crow. Yeah. So I think they got to. I think it will revive in a different way than we imagine. But I think Sam Crow mm-hmm. Redwood Originals are no more. Interesting. Interesting. If anyone lives to see the end of the series, I know, right? Yeah. God. But uh, the only I, people who deserve to right. aren't even alive anymore. <laughs> but I have to agree because that's the thing about about what happened last episode into this episode with Indian Hills, with also the casting of Tony Curran uh, as the now president of Indian Hills because he's a fantastic actor. A actor. You wouldn't you wouldn't cast him if he wasn't getting something juicy to do. We don't have a ton of time left in this series, but it's the one threat that none of us could have expected. Mm-hmm is something internal. Um, and to have the club turn on Jax for what he has become. Because it's not just the lie that Jury admitted to being the rat. They then also cover up their own actions in killing the kid mm-hmm. and saying that that was the Chinese retaliation, taking themselves completely out of uh, out of the picture. But that makes it... Why would he rat to the Chinese if the Chinese killed his kid? That doesn't make any sense. Their story is full of holes. Well, even right. then... Oh, yeah, their story is completely full of holes. It's complete BS. But even then, it's not that we didn't expect Sam Crow to have internal struggle, because we expected that with Gemma killing Tara and with Juice and all of that. But not Sam Crow, Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, Mm -hmm. not the entire... The entire club. Yeah, the entire club against itself. Worldwide club. Yeah, there's so many holes in it. And you know what? It's also... it's, It's... The problem is, is that Jax has had them... 
their their efforts are going into wasted areas with the Chinese, with all that, and now with even the rat, because they were like, you know, they say it two episodes ago, we need to find this rat a long time ago, so mm-hmm. let's find this rat now. Okay, well, Jax has basically called off the hunt for the rat because he's saying Jury was the rat. Well, meanwhile, there's still a rat, mm-hmm. and who knows right. whose pockets he's in, because he could be a universal rat. It couldn't... It might not have even been Lynn. And I think it was Marx. And I think Marx told Lynn. But uh, I don't know. I, first of all, I don't I don't know all that logic. I don't know who it could be. You mentioned Borowski, uh, I believe, last week on the show. Didn't you they tell Tyler? Did they tell Tyler where the guns were? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, if, I don't remember. That's, that's the one thing. you got to stay up on this show, man. It's, it's tough. What's so crazy is like, I know everything that happens. Mm-hmm. And... I wish I can chime in and tell you guys, right. but I can't. So, could you give so us a list kind of, of like five here. people? Imagine being like torture here, going, "Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah man, no. uh, it's like a, no, give okay. us like a, a who's uh, uh, who wants to be a millionaire? Like four people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you use my fifty-fifty, Jacob? Can't do it, man. Can is I phone it, a friend? Can't can do it. Just can, tell can, us, no, no spoilers, man. Just tell us if it was someone in the club. I, all I can tell you is is everything will be answered in the end. <sighs> Jacob, Everything I feel like you need a crystal ball. In you're doing, you're yeah, doing a great yeah. job, Jacob. <laughs> Kurt <laughs> Sutter would be proud. FX's PR is yeah, not going to yeah, be angry. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I, I honestly, at this point, I was so convinced that it was Jury to find out that it wasn't him. It was such a throw last week, and I, I honestly don't know who it could possibly be. It's definitely going to be a huge shock, whoever it is, because there's no. There's no clear motive for anyone else within the club. I honestly just hope to God it's not going to be like, oh, it was this guy who was in the bushes during the thing that we've never met before. But he, <laughs> like, I would like if a, if a guy got away, mm-hmm. like if it was just a guy who got away. Um, but no, well, I, I can tell you, it's it's somebody that you see every week on the show. Okay, it is a okay. main character. All right. Well, well that, yeah, that's okay. So, it is someone we see every. So week. what that means is it's Montez. Yeah. It is me. Ah, wait, it no, you me. wouldn't no, tell us no, if it was no. the truth. Yeah, what's, yeah, yeah. what's the name of the big tall dude? What, Quinn? Quinn. Quinn, yeah, because I was thinking about that earlier. Why would Quinn get West killed? They jumped in at the same time. Yeah, we got we got chartered over, you know. They got patched over got patched at the same in, time, yeah. man. Wait, why would Quinn get West killed? Yeah. There's no I, good reason. I don't know, man. I mean, it's just, he's very silent, and he's a silent observer, and he knows exactly what's going on with everything, and Mm -hmm. he doesn't talk much, so we can't really get a character base on him. We Mm -hmm. don't know his standing, really. We just know that he's a big, tall dude who's basically a fly on the wall in every single scene. But a big, tall dude that Bobby vouched for. But he's also very, he's also always around the family. He could have very easily went into the room Mm -hmm. and stabbed the bunny through the eye in the wall and carved that into the wall without anyone really realizing it. So you're mm-hmm. saying he's working for Marx, not for Lynn. I always said the the the. Well, he, he was a nomad in the beginning, so he wasn't you know didn't really belong to any to any, any actual yeah any real charter. So hmm. and, been, and then he comes over to, through Bobby. I've been saying the the rat has been talking to Marx probably the entire time, and Lynn found out through Marx. Hmm. Like that's what I think because mm-hmm. it's it's weird because you look at what what we think Marx didn't know. But I honestly think Marx knew everything the whole time. He just... Hmm. He's he didn't scary. Kn- he didn't know uh, that Jax was going to get him arrested. 
You didn't know that? Hanging oh. out with the Federal in North Hollywood. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. He's yeah. getting that brunch. <laughs> yeah. that pastrami uh-huh. Benedict. Eating that pastrami Benedict yeah. at brunch. It's got sauerkraut on it, guys. Yeah. It's got sauerkraut yeah. and mustard. Got, he never got to finish it either. That, that's, exactly. That, no, that's that, a true crime there. Yes, it's true. They have yeah. a good menu there. Uh, um, <laughs> all right. Uh, at this point, I'm, uh, I'm going to just talk really briefly about iTunes. You know, folks, I say it every week, and only because it's the truth. Don't skip ahead, because this is important information for your everyday life. The best way to support AfterBuzz TV is to go to iTunes, rate and review the shows that you listen to or that you watch on YouTube. It's quick, it's easy, it doesn't cost you a single solitary dime. You know, we here at AfterBuzz, we put out over 80 hours of free after-show podcast content every single week. It's the widest array of uh, of after-show content on any platform. It's a big achievement. We work really, really hard to make sure that you get these podcasts on time, when you want them, where you want them, about the shows that you like. We want them to be quality. We want to have great guests like Jacob, and the best way that we can do that to show people that we are a quality institution, that we are worth supporting and worth joining on our shows, is to get those great reviews. And you also get a great shout-out here on the show. Wouldn't you guys want yeah. Matt as your hype man? Yeah, like, great. just following you around? No, like, and, and you, you guys give like, me a big re- old clock on the yeah, chain. You guys are like great super fans. You guys really like get into it and know like everything and everything about the show. That, well, that, that's you, a very Jacob. impressive, man. Yeah. So thank let's you. do some shout-outs real quick. Um, 28th was our last show, correct? I believe so. All right. So, uh, Harold from Palmdale says, great podcast to listen to while driving to work. Stormy Woods, who tweets at us consistently. Shout out to you. Just stop tweeting us spoilers, please. Yeah, please don't tweet at us while you're watching the show because we watch it later than you and you've spoiled multiple episodes for us. We love your enthusiasm, but please don't. Um, It's a big paragraph, but I'll just say, Jax is the monster Gemma created. Abel at five is the smartest person on this season. His look of hatred to Gemma was fantastic for last episode. Um, Awesome by Hovit006. Love the podcast. You guys have great perspective on the show and always bring to light things that we might miss. Great show by Danny Level. Love listening to you guys while I'm working, it distracts me from the heartache I am getting weekly from the show. I just mentioned, though, we still don't know know who the rat is. Wouldn't it be ironic if it was actually a rat? That is so Kurt Sutter. He would be trying to pull a fast one on us. Um, shout out from Final Season Outlawed Paint. Three stars. Hey, guys, what is going on with you guys this year? 20 to 30 minute podcast to cover mainly an hour and a half of more episodes of Final Season. Guys, sadly, it's really tough because our shooting schedules, unfortunately... We have to start watching either at 7.50 or 7.30 or 8.15, and then we have to... The problem ha- is, folks, you know, at AfterBuzz, we are now doing more shows than we've ever been doing before at, at the same time. Uh, and this the show, we never know exactly how long it's going to be. We try to make sure that we have an hour in the studio, but more often than not, it just doesn't happen. And we try our best. We try to give you the best show that we possibly can. Unfortunately, sometimes just time gets the better of us. But I would... There's your explanation. Yeah. I'm sorry about that. Which is why we're keeping the the shout outs short. So yeah. uh, who who else are we? All we right, thinking? the missing pages. FL Moto Chick and great from Jboy three nine nine. Exceptional podcast by T Parker eight and After Buzz is awesome by Ash B two three one five. All right. Thank you so much, folks, for your shout out, for your, uh, all your reviews and your ratings. Please keep them coming. We got four episodes left this season. Let's uh, let's end with a bang. All right. So on the other side of things, um, we've got. Jerry, we've got Chibs, we've got Unser, we've got Gemma, we've got this whole mix. Gemma, uh, Unser comes to Gemma early in the episode, lets her know that uh, she's going to be called in to ID uh, Chris Dunn. To ID Chris Dunn. And she does so, just just so very flatly, so very dryly. Yep, that's him. Yeah, he's Mm -hmm. the one I saw. 
okay, can I get out of here now? Her hatred of cops is just so, just very, very raw. And she treats Jerry like crap. I don't blame her, though. Mm. Really? That shove, man. She shoved her. Oh, my. Not just shoved. across the room. She, like, threw her (laughs) over backwards. She literally, she lost her feet. That was awesome. It was insane. <laughs> yeah. And then the look from Nero. Oh, Nero's, n- yeah, just like, Jimmy's just great like, oh, yeah, right, like, right. what are you doing? Like, right. I want to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I want to go do another season of Dexter. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I love how you guys gave Jimmy an accent. Oh. <laughs> that, that he doesn't have. No, we love Jimmy. No, but Jimmy's great. I don't blame Gemma for not liking cops because Hunter's the only really one she'll talk to after the whole rape thing. Well, so. it's just because Jerry is is a crooked cop and is acting right, like she's, she's not. Yeah. She also brings up that Jerry's sleeping with Chibs. Mm-hmm. So who do you think told Gemma that? I think the entire club knows. Yeah, Any I'm of sure. them could yeah. have told her. Really? Yeah. 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 The entire club knows. Yeah, I, I did that as a big secret. He goes back and says, yeah, everybody knows. Yeah, Jax knows. And if Jax knows, I imagine everyone knows. Sure. It's no secret. All right. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know how on the DL they yeah. were keeping that. Oh, Here's the thing. It's never on the DL. If you're with brothers, guys, it's never they're bro- yeah, True. they're brothers. Okay, Chibs isn't but. coming back to to home or to the clubhouse or wherever he's staying for the first time in years. He's but. found a woman for the first time in years. Okay, everyone's gonna know. Everyone's gonna right. know. like. Do you guys yeah. smell pig? <laughs> oh, stop it. Um, but yeah, so she like completely gets into a shoving match with uh, with Jer- with Jerry and. Oh. And uh, she's like, listen, you ever slap me again, I will shoot you in the throat. Right. That's easily my favorite Gemma line of this episode. Yeah. In the throat. In, in the, the yeah, throat. throat. Not in the head, not mm-hmm. the, the throat. Yeah, it yeah. was just very intense. Graphic. And Great shout delivery. out to uh, Mike August who said that that's where Jack or Claire was shot. Mm-hmm. In the throat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. just sounds painful. And very, very painful. Uh, so Jerry and Unser are continuing their investigation, uh, and Jerry pulls something very, very important, very, right. very crucial that Gemma didn't think to think of when right. she pegged this guy. I was thinking this whole episode in my mind, so mm-hmm. I can't prove it, but literally I was thinking, like, what if he was out of town? Like, what if he has an alibi? Yeah. Like, what if he has, a, and not like 10 seconds after I actually say it, mm-hmm. oh, look, I have this alibi here for this Chris Dunn guy. Yeah. And I'm wondering, what do you think Jax will put two and together when he finds out that this guy had an alibi when Gemma's the one who, at the party, says, that's the guy. Well, that's the one. Well, that's, what I don't get is, why doesn't Unser go and tell, tell Jax? Jax that. Because he doesn't know, I know, I know he doesn't yeah. know what Jax knows, and he uh-huh. doesn't want, he doesn't want him to be making any moves behind his back. It's why he tells Jerry not to tell the mm-hmm. club anything about Chris Dunn. That always worries me. Right. Well, it's like the, all these actions are being taken because they don't know. Maybe they just knew something. If everyone just they, sits they, they down in a minute. room and shares everything <laughs> right. that they know. Right. Yeah. Just, then there'd be no show. <laughs> this is your intervention. We're just right. going to all talk real quick. You hold the pillow first, Jax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's just talk it out. Yeah. But, Let's just find out what Kurt Sutter is doing right now. Well, that's the thing, though. He he tells her not to tell the club because he is actively putting a stop to their hit on Lynn. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want it to happen. He didn't want to be party to it in the first place. Mm-hmm. And now that there's no reason to let it happen, he's absolutely shutting it down. So he doesn't want... Uh, Jax is completely irrational. He's very, very aware of it. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want Jax to turn on him or try to push him in any way to make this happen, to get Juice out of uh, out of solitary. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
it's very, very, very important that they conduct this investigation quietly so right. that until they have all the information, you know, that they're not going to do anything stupid. Right. And also all this just happened so quickly, too. Yeah. You know, at 4 o'clock, Bobby was dead, you know, mm-hmm. so I don't know how much time went um, after, you know, um, Unser and, and Jerry had that conversation. But, you know, you, you hold off a little bit and things happen. It's true. And also, like, we have to remember, from Unser's perspective, there is no good reason for Juice or Gemma to have killed Tara and Roosevelt. Right. There is no good reason. Uh, and even though they are so completely guilty of something... It's hard for him, I think, to accept the fact that that's what's going on. Do you think we're going to get, okay, Breaking Bad? Oh, I can't talk about Breaking Bad because you haven't seen it. It's okay. Do you think we're going to get some Dean Norris moment where it's just like... I thought we were about to have it at the end of the episode where he's staring at his his little crime scene wall. Yeah, it, it seemed like that. But, like, when you say it like how you just said it, where it's like Gemma, in his mind, Gemma and Juice have no reason to have killed Tara, I'm just like... Is he even going to believe it when he finds out about it? Or is he going to confront Gemma because, oh, it couldn't be true? Well, that's the thing. The one Mm. smart thing that he does do in this episode, or the smartest thing, is when Jerry mentions talking to Gemma, he's like, no, 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 no. Don't talk to her. You know, she'll just say that, you know... It's an Asian guy. They all all look the same. People look the same. When he said that line, yeah. 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 Don't let her know. Wait till we figure this out. Um, I'm actually pretty pretty glad that Jerry let Chibs know, or let him, or just sort of like drop the Chris Dunn bomb on him. Uh, and tested his loyalty because it means she's going to share more. The more information that gets into the club's hands, the better chance we have of something the, being found out. Yes. Mm-hmm. Someone in the club doing anything to, to look into this. It's the first time right. that doubt has been cast right. all season. It only took us nine episodes. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. We only have four left. Right. I was so hoping that we would get it by like episode five and then have the story arcs just machine gun it to the end mm-hmm. but i mean it's really it's really just yeah. setting up for well now chips has finale. So, so chips has it and he's the vice president so he's going to go to i believe he would go to uh to jackson well chips doesn't really have anything of use because all she said was do you know who chris dunn is she didn't say this guy has an alibi did you know that mm-hmm. all she said is i know about chris dunn well, she was, Gemma, to, she was trying to see if the club murdered him. Mm-hmm. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. So Chibs doesn't find out any new information. Mm. But that's before he told he took her on top of a cop car in front of Quinn. In front of Quinn. Yeah. 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 Who's just... I just got to sit here during Again, this. fly on yeah. the wall. Quinn, yeah, right. big guy. Well, you don't talk. Well, the, watching there everything. There was actually uh, a line written there in, in the original script that I thought it was great where he says... That's happening. <laughs> yeah, but his look said it all. It was so funny, even without the line. Right. Yeah. Wait, you guys haven't taken a cop on a cop car before? Uh, not yeah. personally. With no, your friend not, watching on a motorcycle? Yeah. No. Jacob's my no. bucket list. Yeah. Got to do that before I before I croak. Got to take got, care of it. Yeah, I got to take care of that. Yeah. But it was a hot scene, though. I thought. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, totally. yeah. 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 We got to see some chib ass. It's what we all, right, yeah, what we all need. Hey, a man, lot of, Jerry's fine. A yeah. lot of bear man ass this there is. season. Yeah. Even in this episode. Just lots juice. of, lots a lot of, of gr- juice ass. A lot of gratuitous juice ass yeah. this <laughs> and season. And juice has to stick a big tube up his anus. Oh, yeah. And so. they, they even add the sound effects and everything. Oh. 
Because <laughs> we needed yeah, sound can, effects. Yeah, can, can you imagine the sound guy adding that those sound effects mm-hmm. in, in the studio? Can you imagine yeah. the guy trying to find a sound effect? Yeah. And right. can, you make it, can you make it sound tighter? <laughs> did he? Yeah. The question out. is, like, did he look up like gay porn and like try to find the sound no, effect? No, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure it was something far less gratuitous. Right. Um, you know, I'm sure it's just the sound of like pickle like, in a mayo jar. Yeah, I think no. it's the sound of. <laughs> You know when you open dog food and it, and it, yeah, it all it's, it's kind of tumbles out, yeah, out. yeah exactly, I think that's what it something like that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Alpo. Yeah, Alpo. Uh, another storyline just to keep pinned. Uh, no movement on it this week is uh, is Nero trying to get out of the life and right. move to a farm, uh, trying to take Gemma with him. She reminds him, "Oh, you're the only stable thing in my life." And I'm like, "Yep, you're the only stable thing in my life," which is why I'm going to leave you like yeah. a bag of trash. The only stable thing or, in my life. Or, or, which it sounds like, like you're gonna die. Yeah, it sounds like it's, it's, it's a setup there. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's like something's gonna. Gemma, baby, I'm gonna yeah, leave you tomorrow. Yeah, I'm gonna leave tomorrow, not today, because yeah. there's still time for me to die today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to leave tomorrow because then there will be no time yeah. at all for me to die. Because right. there's, there's no way Gemma could be happy. Yeah, you know, there's no way she's gonna go with them. No, and I mean, there's no way he's gonna fit in with those cardigans out there. But like, right. <laughs> well, here's the thing with Gemma, I right? I love now. those cardigans. I love them too. Yeah. Well, I want the, one. There's a Twitter account. Uh, called uh, Nero's Cardigan. Seriously, it's, it's all about Nero's Cardigan. Yeah, yeah. And really? it's just like he throws him some swag. Yeah. He's like, just like rolling. I love those cardigans. <laughs> uh, but speaking of Gemma, she finally like. I mean, she's been seeing effects of what her choices have done all season long. But to have Bobby be a casualty, yeah. Has she her- though? Like, has she seen the effects? Because I really feel like last episode was the first time she's really seen effects, and it was with freaking crows. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, because that's the whole thing last episode. I was like, yeah, Gemma, finally you see something happening that's negative towards you, aside from your grandson having no mom. Maybe it's the first time yeah. it hit her doorstep. Right. Yeah. Well, she had West got killed she early didn't on. Care but I guess the Diosa girls. The Diosa girls got that up. She didn't she care about that. Shut up. Yeah. Um, she, she hated she Colette. She didn't care she about didn't care anybody. So, so maybe Bobby's the first one that she actually cared yeah. about that, w- that was what that was killed. It's the yeah. only one that seemed to really beat her up aside from her birds. Well, that's because Bobby's been her friend for years, right. for decades, yeah. and uh, she never expected that he would be a result of this. That his death would be a result of it. Um, and uh, again. No one's watching Abel, and he's just wandering around listening to conversations yeah. with oneself that he should not be listening guys, to. Guys, and he's eating too many cookies at night. You're dragging that's, 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 that's That night sugar, that's why that he sugar. always walks around looking haunted <laughs> right, all the time, right. not because he lost his mother. From his grandmother, but because of all that night sugar. Night, night sugar. Oh yeah. Guys, you're dragging mud in. you got to leave the kid alone for like 10 minutes. Let him, yeah. let him discover that his mom caused another death. Right. And in this scene in this episode where he's like, did somebody die again? Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, yeah. yeah, they're going to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, Brad. Well, I, love, I love even last episode when... When uh, when Gemma said, "Oh, it's a mistake," you know, and do you know what a mistake it's is? An accident. An accident, right? Do he says, you? Do you? Mm-hmm. You know, just that that delivery was awesome. Like, I'm oh. just sort of like he's sitting there with his dad. They're t- hanging out for the first time in forever. Tell your dad what you know, child. I don't think he knows mm-hmm. anything. Hmm. To be perfectly honest, like I don't think he knows how to interpret what she said or how to. He knows spread. not to trust her. Yeah, but I don't think he knows like how to yeah. spread that knowledge because, yeah. well, like, honestly, 
it would be him going up to Jax and saying, I heard mommy say that she killed, I heard grandma say that she killed mommy and that it was an accident. And Jax is going to interpret that as, oh, Gemma feels guilty for Tara's murder. I'm going to go comfort Tara. Is that, is that, your, comfort is Gemma. that your, your Jax voice? <laughs> I'm going to comfort Tara. Yeah. <laughs> no, we got to go take out August Marks. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think I think Jax would take it a little more seriously than that. Whenever his kid tells him something, he considers it kind of critically. When anybody else tells him something about his kid, he ignores it. But mm-hmm. when Abel speaks to him, he listens and he responds. Okay, I think mm-hmm. here here's here's what I'll say. I think that Abel tells him and I think he interprets the ter- interprets the way I believe he'll interpret it, and I think when he gets more information from Unser, or finds out more information, then two and two will click up. I still think Mm. Abel kills Gemma. Mm. I think he picks up a Mm. gun, he takes care of it, and his fate is sealed. I think that that's honestly, that's one of the most heartbreaking Mm -hmm. ways you could end this show. And he would just say, it's an accident. Yeah. If Abel just says, daddy, it was an accident. And then just Uh go right into closing montage. Yeah. No, maybe maybe not. It, maybe maybe the yeah. series finale of the show is just a 90-minute music montage <laughs> with I would no dialogue with Katie Seagal singing covers from all of the oh, favorite God, 80s songs. No. <laughs> But Kirk could do it. Kirk could do it. I'm sure he, he could. could do whatever he wants. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. So we get a little mini Rat and Brooke subplot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brooke, who was introduced last season, uh, seemingly out of nowhere, and has just been around this year. Uh, she's with Rat. We we get a sense of their relationship. Rat doesn't Maybe know. Maybe she's a rat. Well, it's, she's it, been around. She's been around, and she did used to have beef with the club. Uh-huh. But they also gave her a purpose for the first time in her life. So yeah. I don't know that she's. But then she says she's on meds, and sometimes she doesn't know who she is. Yeah, it's possible. Um, you know, it was a nice little little moments between them. I would have preferred maybe just more active plots, but uh, I'm I'm glad to see some relationships blossoming. Tell me what you thought about that line Gemma tells her at because when Rat tells her tells Brooke to get out because he's mm-hmm. talking about Chris Dunn, Gemma says. You don't get the old lady you want. You get the old lady who's just like you. And it kind of is interesting when you look at Gemma and Clay mm-hmm. and how Gemma started with Teller with the, with, with John JT. Teller. Yeah. And then when he was gone, it was she became the person who was just like Clay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, definitely something to put a pin in. Unfortunately, we are mm-hmm. low on time, and I want to be able Uh-oh. to talk to Jacob. Uh, so but this we got fascinating, though. I know, but we got to talk know. about Indian Hills. Okay, we got to talk about the we got to talk about the forum that's coming. I guess we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier, but uh, do we have any any predictions about? Uh, what's happening there? Do we think that that doesn't circle back till the very end of the series? I think it's a I think it's a slow burning flame throughout. Like I feel like that's not going to catch fire till the final episode. Hmm. But also, you know, Kurt Sutter could write things. You know, like the what do they call it? The, the Red Robin or what do they call the Red, Red Herring. Herring? Yeah, can you know to throw things out to throw people off? Yeah, yeah that, that could be. Yeah, I'm there. still waiting for that episode everyone hails as the Red Wedding of Sons of Anarchy. Well, we've only got four episodes left, right, so it's got to be so coming soon. Oh my God! Uh, do yeah. We, do we have anything? Other, anything else we forgot to talk about from this episode? Uh, 
not necessarily. I think it's just sort of like it's on now between Moses Cartwright and the club. Yeah, uh, that yeah. Look I that think Jack's it's a big given. turning point for the show. Yeah. So now it's it's uh it's just just yeah like you said it's on now. Yeah, it's just we're heading into the final conflict. Yeah. Uh, you know, Marx is in prison. Who knows how long he'll actually wind up there? The Lynn hit now isn't happening. They need to get Juice in a room with him so that they can get uh, this this uh, confession via audio tape. I don't know how that's going to happen now that mm-hmm. Juice's uh, innocence in the Tara murder is in question. You think we could mm-hmm. get? You think we're going to get any kind of ending similar, to, like maybe Sopranos cut to black with Jack's dead? Because like the story is told from Jax's perspective, technically. Mm-hmm. Well, so if it's all- first of all, Tony Soprano didn't die in the Sopranos. It just cut to black before. You don't know. You don't know if he's getting shot or not. Uh-huh. That was the whole reason why people were frustrated. If you want a show that ended after, well, I'm not going to spoil that yeah, other show but, that just ended. But because the show's told basically from Jack's perspective in a way, mm-hmm. and he's writing these these journals, so I, I kind of imagine Jack's death would be the end of the show. I mm. I disagree. I mean, it, look, it could end a myriad of ways. We don't have a ton of time, uh, so maybe this is something we can talk about in in future weeks. I want to talk to you, yeah. Jacob, about your time on the show. Right. Um, so you know, you came in so late, you know, in the series. Yes, it obviously, I'm sure, it was very intimidating jumping into a show sure. that was this popular with a cast that was this tight knit. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You, I mean, it was, you know, these guys have been in, you know, seven years and they've become a family. So, you know, I, I, we came in, uh, you know, it was, uh, I guess Quinn, uh, West and myself, you know, came in and we, we got, you know, we kind of patched over from, from another charter. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so just trying to, to kind of fit into this group, you know, it was a bit challenging. I mean, the, the guys were cool, but, but you can tell, you know, it was like the, the cool kids hung out and we were like the you know like the first day of school for us and so it was uh it, it was a bit challenging and also you know i wasn't a good writer either like actually i just learned to write for the show mm-hmm. so in one of the very first times that i uh, seen that i did when we were writing i i popped the clutch and i stalled out and ruined the shot and so the guys all rolled back and like and and charlie flipped me the finger Oh, wow. uh, so I was like, "Oh wow, okay, that's that's great, great, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> damn, great way to feel yeah, included." Feel it. But you know, but that was his way. Of, I guess you know that's how those guys you know mess around. That's and mm-hmm. that's and that's how they you know, they carry on with each other. So anyway, it was, it was like a welcome to the club. Yeah, but you know, but uh, my ego yeah, hurt for for a while <laughs> on that one. Yeah, it was it was tough. It was tough pill to swallow. Yeah, you guys just wrapped the final episode. What yesterday? The day before? Uh, they they, they finally wrapped last Thursday. Yeah. Last Thursday. Last Thursday, yeah, and you had a big party over at Telemoro. Yeah, you know the uh, the cast and crew all uh, cast and crew all hung out, and we had some beers, and we had a, you know a little party. But it's crazy to see you know we're at, at Telemoro the shop hanging out, you know, and we we're everybody's partying in Unser's trailer. So that was <laughs> the uh, hot box. Yeah, that was a hot box, bro. I don't want to say <laughs> that's what it was. Man. You're not, you're not implicating trailer. anybody. Okay, you're not right, saying I'm not, I'm not saying who, but there was a lot of hot boxing in Unser's trailer. <laughs> I just, just so you know, it was medicinal. He has cancer, yeah, guys. Yeah, Come yeah, on, there you go. He's dying of cancer, and you know it's left over from you know, in his ashtray. Yeah. Um, so uh, hardcore fans uh, are probably aware uh, Kurt Sutter was going to direct the series finale, but he got appendicitis, and yeah. uh, Paris Barclay, who's directed more episodes of the show than anybody, uh, wound up directing it. Do you think that it will still live up to uh, you know the finale that Kurt Sutter intended to make? Well, you know, Kurt directed most of it. 
Okay. He only missed a couple of days. Okay. So uh, he, you know, he went in Monday and Tuesday, uh, and Wednesday, I guess. So so and then Kurt came in on the last day to finish off. Mm-hmm. So and then he shot, you know, a week before that. So I I, I believe so. I, I I believe it's 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 uh it's going to be t- totally Kurt's vision. Wonderful. Yeah. Uh, you go ahead. I'm trying to think of how to word questions. Oh, okay. Because um, I don't want to ask for direct spoilers because yeah, I, I don't huh? want what it. Was, what was your favorite scene to shoot during your time on the show? Is it something that's that's yet to come? Is it something last year? Um, on the show, you know, actually, last season was cool. I got to got to shoot somebody in the head, mm-hmm. you know. So that was kind of cool, and, oh, and and we splashed some blood on on Tig's hair, and he's like, "The hair, dude, the hair." Mm-hmm. You know, that th- that was a very cool moment. And you know, there's a nice scene coming up next week with uh, with Quinn and I, where where you know we we get left in the cabin to watch over uh, Latricia and Grant, and so mm-hmm. we we get to we could do some comedy and get to do some moments together. Oh, that's so great. That's kind of cool. Yeah, so that's coming up next week. In the scheme of things, you've you've watched the show from the beginning, I'm guessing, and you're even you're caught up completely. When you look at the finale, do you think fans are going to be happy, or do you think they're going to be a bittersweet kind of feeling? It's a tough one, man. You know, I, I it's it's one of those things you, you you can't please everybody. You know, just hearing you guys talk and, and and reading, everybody has their own opinion, their own idea of how the show should go. So I'm sure there's going to be. People that are going to be satisfied and other people that aren't, you know, is, is going to live up to their, their expectations because you know our, our imagination is taking us in one direction and Kurt's going to take us in, in, a, in, a, in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I think it's definitely going to be exciting. I'll tell you that. Absolutely. Have we seen the end of the violence up to this point? Oh hell no! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's just beginning, man. Oh, oh, man. It's, it's just starting. All right, it's just um, starting. So, Jacob, I want to thank you for for coming on the show no, it's with been a pleasure, us. It's, man. Been, it's been a blast talking thank you for to you. Um, can people find you online? Are you on Twitter? I am on Twitter. I am the Jacob Vargas. Okay. At Twitter, and I'm verified, so I'm, I'm, the, I'm the one Jacob Vargas with the, the check. one with the check mark. Uh, and I'm also on Instagram as the Jacob Vargas. Okay. And do you have anything else coming up you want people to know about? Um, yeah, well, I have a movie coming out next year called uh, The 33, mm-hmm. which is a true story of the uh, Chilean miners that were trapped oh, for wow. 69 yeah. days. And, you know, in 2010, it was like one of the most watched rescues in, 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 in television history. And I play uh, uh, Edison Pena, who's a who, on top of being a Chilean miner, was also an Elvis impersonator. Oh, awesome! So, yeah, you can't, you know, and, and uh, so he dressed like Elvis, sang like Elvis. Like, I, I do an Elvis like number Bobby in the movie. Elvis. Just like Bobby Elvis. You know, that was our connection when we first yeah. met. I was like, dude, I'm playing Elvis in this movie, and you're Bobby Elvis. Yeah. He's like, yeah, whatever, kid. Move over. <laughs> you're, my, you're my chair. It, what's what's interesting about that is I wonder if it's shot as like a rescue film or as if it's the the psychological drama that comes from having thirty three people trapped in that one mine shaft. It's more the it's a little of both. Okay, but, but a lot of psychological. Um, mm-hmm. You know what what these guys um, go through and it's, and it's shot beautifully. I mean, I saw I wanted to do some ADR for it and I saw some of the images and, and, and it's shot like uh, like these you know paintings. I mean, it's, it's, it, you know because it's very low lighting. Um, you know, you just get to see the pain, the uh, you know that, that these guys endured, and um, you know we ha- we got, we got put on a very strict diet, and so we lost a ton of weight. So you get you get to see the the progression of the of the, sure. uh, of the weight loss, and you know and it's got some amazing actors, and you know well, Antonio Banderas was down there with with us. We shot an actual mine in 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 uh, Colombia and Chile. Oh wow! And uh, you know Lou Diamond Phillips is there with us, Carlos. Um, 
um, uh, Oscar um, Nunez from The Office, mm-hmm. Julia Benoit. I mean, it's a it's a, it's a great Beautiful. cast. Yeah, so that that should be out next year. Did Wonderful. you have any? Did you have any worries being cast in that? Like, were you like? Were you, did you have to get a physical, get like a psychological review, or just kind of no. do anything to prepare for that role? No, they just put us on diet and threw us in a mine. All right, <laughs> that's kind of it. Right. Have at it, guys. Have a good time. Awesome, there you go. Steven, Where can the people find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, S T P H E N L E M I U X, as well doing the Sleepy Hollow podcast here at After Buzz TV. Helix Two coming up, as well as Halo Nightfall and. Um, I want to do 12 Monkeys. Okay. Well, folks, you can find me on Twitter at Matt Lieberman, M-A-T-T-L-I-E-B-E-R-M-A-N. You can find all my videos for SourceFed, SourceFed Nerd, and on my personal channel on YouTube, youtube.com slash Matthew D. Lieberman. want to thank you all so much for joining us. We'll see you next week. Good night. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other aftershows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.